You are listening to the JCN Clinic Podcast. The JCN Clinic Podcast is a place where nutritionalists Jessica Cox and Carissa Mason get real about nutrition and living a healthy life. They share with you their passion and their clinical knowledge for a fun, no BS approach to looking after yourself. Please enjoy today's episode and don't forget to subscribe and iTunes. Welcome to the JCN Podcast. Welcome. I'm Jessica. And I'm Carissa. And we're here with another topic to chat to you about this week. We are. And we're going to be talking about something a little bit more lighthearted. Placebo. And... Yes, but it's also something that we, we get asked about all the time. Yes. All the time in clinic, all the time on social media. Yep. And we're calling it How, How Much Is, is Too Much. much. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need to <laughs> at the end of that. So we're going to run through some really common and popular foods and mainly all foods, I would guess. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I would say that there might be a few sort of lifestyle factors Mm. as well. But things that we often get asked about, like how much of this should I be having? How much is too much? Should I be having this amount or that amount? Yeah, what would would you recommend? Yeah. And look, I guess we could pretty much just sum it up and go balance see you later we're done <laughs> but <laughs> we'd like to think that we can give you a little bit more information yeah, than that. there are differentiating factors depending on the person that yep. sort of dictate different levels of how much is too much exactly. how much is allowed <laughs> so we're going to start by going into probably one that's interesting in regards to even you and i and the different reactions yeah, and such but we're going to talk actually. about how much is too much of coffee coffee favorite topic actually because well I don't know I just because I love it yeah yeah so (laughs) because it's amazing to me like the level could be infinite and then (laughs) just too much coffee you can't have enough coffee you can pretty much put in an IV drip of your Carissa literally still okay still okay my liver's pathway CYP whatever it is is like what pumping through that it probably just works on caffeine it probably just flows straight through yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's no regulation or anything no. it just filters it and excretes what it doesn't want <laughs> so um when it comes to coffee and how much is too much um look everyone's going to be different in mm-hmm. regards to what they can handle but very much it does come down to what Chris was just saying it's about how well you metabolize coffee exactly to start right. with and how it affects you because Usually there's two types of people, would you say, where you're a bit mm-hmm. of an over-metabolizer or an under-metabolizer yep. in regards to what the liver's doing and how yep. it's processing how it's the processing coffee. processing the coffee and breaking it down. Exactly. And some people, they generally know, they will fit into the camp like myself, where if you have coffee, you feel really speedy, you feel like you want to scratch your face off. A jittery mess. <laughs> feel like you should be in train spotting. <laughs> Babies climbing on the ceiling. Yes, it's not a good feeling. It's really unfortunate because coffee tastes delicious. Coffee's amazing. And usually that's a, a pretty good sign that coffee's yeah. not great for you. Although I do think that there's probably some people that don't get those really strong feelings, maybe because they've been having a lot of coffee yeah. and they've maybe, you know, started to become less sensitive yeah. to it. I think um, there's, I think, yeah, I think they're still sensitive to some degree though. I think like, would you they're say. They're just in denial because they yes. want to be a coffee drinker. But would you say, like I would say in that regard, maybe more 
digestively. Like you'll get mm. people who think that they're they're like, yeah, I'm good with coffee, but, but they'll find have that. Have a coffee and have yeah. to have a poo within. Yeah, definitely. And I'm like, mm, that's a pretty good sign. I'm like, do you, how often do you have a bowel motion? As soon as I have my morning coffee, yeah. I'm like, that's a pretty strong sign. Coffee's not right for you. Yeah, well, and I guess maybe depending on how quickly they go and if it's like really loose mm. and if it gives them tummy cramps yeah and, do you know what I mean like yeah. the intensity of all of that absolutely so yeah I think there's a few sort of signs that are there but then you've got the other side of the coin which is like yourself who can drink it with no, no issues yeah. at all do I feel what do you feel tell me about what you feel tell me about what you feel um like in a negative way I don't actually experience well, no not negative like, yeah. like how coffee makes you feel I just love it uh, I definitely would say I probably like I do drink it every day, which yeah. I don't. I personally don't see an issue with as long as it's done within moder like moderation. Like I'm not drinking eight cups of coffee a day, yeah. so I do tend to stick to what I think is reasonable for me, which is two coffees a day. Yeah, um, I can drink a lot more than that though. Yeah, and I pretty much don't feel the effects. You of don't? It. No. Like really? I have pushed it in the past, and if yeah. I'm getting up to like a couple of like maybe three double shots a day. <laughs> I've done oh that because that's how, that's how I drink coffee. I'll yeah. have a double shot, so I'll drink a long yeah. black. And if I have, say, three, and I've done three, three's fine, but I don't like to drink that much because yeah. I know it's too much. Yeah. But sometimes I'll just do it because I'm it's in front of me and I'm having one and yeah. it's whatever. But I know that if I have pushed it, I just it's more that I feel just a bit, I think, sick. Like yeah. it's just it's because it is acidic. You, it? Yeah, yeah, it is acidic and it is a burden on the liver. And I know when I've pushed it with coffee and if I've yeah. even in a couple of days, like if I know I'm like kind of reaching my upper limit of what mm. I, I know I sh is a reasonable intake yeah. and I'm like, okay, Carissa, yeah. pull it back. Not because I'm jittery, not because it's mm. not letting me sleep. Like I can have a coffee and go to sleep, yeah, which is wow. probably not a great sign either. That's kind of <laughs> <laughs> I don't do yeah. that, but I have. I know that I it won't keep me away. I think the key in what you said there too is like knowing what suits you, mm. and obviously the more in tune and more generally healthier you are, it's kind yeah. of like whether it's coffee or different types of food. When you yeah. eat something or drink it, you know whether it sits well for you. Yeah, I think that's a really important yeah. aspect when it comes to figuring out how much is too much or something like yeah. coffee. But in I guess in between all of that, like from the extreme of you to me, yeah. if you're enjoying coffee, um, oh, I would say that for <laughs> I love most everything people, about it. <laughs> like one coffee a day, maybe two coffees mm. a day is generally fine as part of like, as always, you yeah. know, a balanced whole food yeah. diet and as long as it's affecting you in the right way and yeah. not getting any sort of headaches. acidic signs or yep. headaches or Jitteriness. racing heart, heart. yeah yep. yeah gastrointestinal upsets like if you're not experiencing any of that it's probably not a concern for you mm -hmm. there's lots of great studies about the benefits of coffee as well so oh. you know like there's it's not that it's bad for you no. it's just about how well yep. it's affecting you and how yep. you're metabolizing it yeah um yeah, and I think maybe if you're unsure about how it sits for you, maybe having a break, like would you say yeah, having I, like mm -hmm. say a week off and seeing, okay, how do I feel if I don't have it? Because you and I have talked about this because you said to yeah. me, what do I feel like when I go off coffee? Like because technically speaking, you definitely say my body is addicted to caffeine. Mm. Like I have it every day. Yeah, I love it. I have it in the morning. It's, it's what I have when I wake up. Some people have a tea. I still have breakfast within half an hour mm. of having a coffee, half an hour to an hour of having coffee, but it yeah. definitely is my morning ritual. So I think my body on that level is definitely addicted to the caffeine yeah. side of it. But if I give coffee up mm. within 
I definitely notice that that's a slight withdrawal, like maybe mm. a dull headache and it's gone within a day or two and yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. So for me, that's not too much of no. an issue. I think and then I think how you function off it as well. Yeah. Like if you're like, you know what, I feel the same whether I'm drinking coffee or not. I'm just it's like, jeez, I bloody miss it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I think that's a really good test if people mm. are like, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's good yeah. for me. It's like, well, have a break and yeah. see. Do you really yeah. notice a difference? But I think that it shouldn't be demonised as being, like, bad. But I also don't no. think that having, like, upwards of, like, maybe three to eight cups a day yeah. is really a great idea. Because yeah. also you end up just drinking that and you're drinking less Yeah, it is water. a diuretic. It is like exactly. Yes. Yeah. There's so many other things that have to be taken yeah. into consideration. Yeah, and, you know, mineral binding and those sorts yeah. of factors. So, yeah, I think I think um, there's a middle ground there. Yeah, I think so. Mm. And I'm all for the positive research. Yeah. <laughs> Cherry picking it, I am. <laughs> So let's move on to how much is too much of sugar. Oh, sugar. <laughs> this is actually something we loaded. get. Yeah, it is totally loaded. But it is something we get asked this so much. Yeah. How much sugar can I have? And honestly, for me, it's I if I look at what's going on for the client in context for them, I think we've talked about this obviously from a gastrointestinal point of view. We've talked about it in other podcasts like our IBS podcast and probably our SIBO mm. podcast. Um, so from a gastrointestinal and I guess a fungal yeast point of view, um, sugar really reigns in there, mm. but I guess, um, it comes into so many other things like wine and yeah, I suppose <laughs> alcohol is another one we're going to talk about. So I was going to say that's another one I get asked a lot about as yeah. well. So yeah. where should we go with sugar? Well, the thing, aside is, from the thing is with sugar where I think it becomes really tricky for people is that it's like, well, what are you talking about when you mean sugar? Yeah. Are we talking like just white Sugar, sugar or added sugar to treats, to lollies, chocolate, cakes, and yeah. bits, you know, and those sorts of processed foods. Or are we talking about just naturally occurring sugars, yeah. like you know, In fruit, fruit or, or dried fruit, yeah. and those sorts of things? So there's just this really broad spectrum. Yeah. So first off, it's like you know, sitting, looking at where you're sitting mm. with that when you're talking about sugar. Yeah. But I think that sugar has been demonized. demonized a lot and when I talk about sugar being demonized I mean even naturally occurring yeah, sugars. Yeah I find that as well yeah. because people are like I have people that I think we've talked about this before and they're like they're scared of the sugar or the carbohydrate content in carrots and beetroot yeah. and I'm like yeah. this is this is too extreme yeah. like and definitely fruit and definitely like, fruit's fruit. too high in sugar. Yeah. Sugar being fruit is too high in sugar. Like and... you can have fruit like depending yeah. on what's going on and what if you're yeah. on a specific dietary protocol, obviously. But for a normal healthy person who you can just, you know, is getting by on a balanced diet, yeah. you can have your one to two pieces of fruit a day. That's not too much yeah, sugar. exactly. And you're um, naturally occurring. Yeah, so sugar's there. Mm, obviously, in certain veggies, yeah. different types of starchy yeah. carbohydrates. But then, you know, things like dried fruit and um, even, I guess, some of the more sort of natural and inverted honeys. commas, things like honey, maple syrup, yeah. um, blackstrap molasses, those mm. sorts of things. Which, uh, <laughs> I know, Brave of this just like there's a little drool thing happening. <laughs> but I think, you know, the, the other side of that is that there's they're better than having just refined sugar. Yeah, but it's yeah. also about then quantity, yeah. right? So if you make, if, for example, you make like a stack of some pancakes, mm-hmm. home-cooked pancakes with really great whole food ingredients mm-hmm. and then you just add some chopped up fruit and a little drizzle of some molasses or some maple syrup, 
pomegranate molasses. You've oh, been doing yeah. that on pancakes. It's so, so good. good. <laughs> but take the same scenario, right? Make those same pancakes and they're still like a whole foodie pancake. But then you like just load it so you've got heaps of fruit on there and then you just tip on like half a, <laughs> half a cup of maple, maple syrup, syrup, which would be easy honey, to do. <laughs> and then you add some like dried goji berries and some yeah. like chocolate and a bit and, of like muesli yeah, that's it's already like cooked that, in honey. You know, it's still natural, but it's that whole it's like completely way different too scenario. Much. It's just, yeah. you know, whether and you can look at it and go, oh, but it's all natural, but that's a lot yeah. all in one hit. So, I'm definitely of the thought of like if you're going to have a little bit of sugars in your diet, still just rein it in and, and have keep a sense it in context amount. as to what you're going to be eating for the rest of the day. Because yeah. sometimes, and we'll probably talk about this when we talk about um, too much of a good thing health wise, like healthy food wise. Mm. But look at okay, if you're the kind of person that knows you like to have your afternoon treat, and then after dinner you know you love to have some dates with some nut butter, and then yeah. you know for breakfast you're definitely going to have a more sweeter style as opposed to savoury style. Still healthy, but sweeter style breakfast. Yeah. And you're probably going to snack on a bit of fruit in between here and there. Mm. To me, you're, that, even though it looks quite balanced across the day, you're probably starting to cap your sugar yeah. low, just even in that small amount, but just opting sweet snacks, sweet, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, sweet, sweet, sweet over the day as opposed to savoury, savoury, savoury. Yeah a bit of sweet yeah so, for sure so for sure yeah and i think also just going back to that difference between like what we would consider like whole food sugars to like just not you know like a refined sugar or i don't know like something like rapidura sugar or brown sugar or organic yeah. sugar you're seeing something like i would rather someone have like to say they've got a, a cake that they've made with mm. whole fruit ingredients and it's just been cooked with some brown sugar but it's a very low amount of sugar so yeah. you maybe the whole cake's got like quarter of a cup or half a cup through it so per slice it's really not going to be a lot no in comparison to eating like a big slice of a raw dessert which is made On of 60 percent dried, dried fruit, fruit and, and syrups and so forth and yeah. i think we're a bit skewed with that where we'll be like oh but it's, it's like raw it's, food and it's healthy yeah, and it's just like that's a way bigger sugar that's dump. a bloody sugar dump and a half and i think dude. do you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah, where there's absolutely. that you of the two it's yeah. just like oh my god i can't eat that because it's got like sugar in it but yeah. it's okay to like have yeah, that a raw dessert yeah just, and it's not yeah. that a raw dessert's it's bad, bad. yeah it's putting it into the context of yeah yeah so i think that like having having some sugars naturally occurring sugars in your mm. diet is fine the only time that we're really strict about it is with certain dietary protocols yeah. around different gut issues yeah. and a few other sort of, yeah. I guess, health concerns that we deal yeah. with a lot in the clinic, but feeling like you can't have it at all and restrictions around yeah. fruit and veggies and it's, everything else is mm. just crazy town, man. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And even with, even let's say, some of the more refined sugar treats, like a piece of dark chocolate that's going to have a little bit of processed sugar in it, that's not the end of the world either. No. Like if your diet is balanced and you're exercising and things are going well for you, mm. don't go and kick your own ass over having like two pieces of lint chocolate or Noosa yep. chocolate. I'm just making allowances <laughs> for us here. You're noticing that? So, is that like Noosa? <laughs> yeah. Noosa, are you listening? Yeah, Noosa. Did, you can did, sponsor are, us. Yeah, are you going to send us free stuff? Yes. I, we love the Noosa. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> 
The other thing is sugar sensitivity for people because yeah. there's different types of when it comes to how insulin responds for people, how sensitive they can be to sugar. Mm-hmm. Do you think? Like mm-hmm. I Definitely. find some people will get away with it's the same with coffee, it's the same with it's just yeah. some people will get away with pushing the sugar. Personally, I can't push no. the sugar boundary. I know myself, my limits yeah. with sugar. Well, I think that's very true, like that and the more you know you don't have a lot of sugar in your diet, the mm. less you want it. It's very yeah. it is very much an addiction in some ways. Like it's yeah. to me you crave it the more you have it. But yeah, then when absolutely. you don't have a lot of sugar in your diet and you have something quite sweet and sugary, you can it makes you just feel yuck. Yeah. You just feel really yeah. off. But usually your taste buds tell you. You're yeah, just they, like, Oh my god, that's so sweet. Even the difference it. between like um I, I do this every time um when I'm at the cafe with Chloe, like I'll because I always have just stock standard peanut butter and I yep. might have it with a pear or I might have it um, mm. off the spoon. <laughs> I won't do that at the cafe, but on Mondays. But sometimes I'll cut up a pear and they've just got normal peanut butter. Yep. And it's too sweet. Yeah, like that yeah. combined with a pear, honestly, I can't even finish it. I feel like it's just ugh. Yeah, yeah. So you do, yeah. yeah. But Whereas I know like with stuff that I bake for the website, like if I ever give it to Damien most of the time, it's just yeah. like, no, nah, it's not sweet enough. Like yeah. I, my... Or if I'm cooking something for a dinner yeah. party as the dessert, when I'm doing a dessert, mm. I get concerned because I know that to me yeah. it's sweet, but to yeah. other people's palates it won't be. So Your I baking is perfect for my palate. Thanks. I know. Not Every for Damien. No, no. This is goody, goody gumdrop <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> Greg's addicted to Snickers ice creams at the moment. Oh, my God. Don't show them to Damien. Honestly, oh it's like it's a Snickers bar in ice cream form. And I, like, found them and I'm like, oh, Greg's going to love these. Do you think he could actually keep it to you know, like one a night or one every couple of nights. So now the box in two days, I'm like... Oh, my God. <laughs> this goody-goody gumdrops ice cream, it's from New Zealand, of oh, course. Of course. It's probably made in Invercargill. <laughs> it's like <laughs> lime-flavoured ice cream and it's got goody-goody gumdrop lollies oh through it. Goodness. So these jelly lollies that freeze in the ice yeah. cream, it's oh. so disgusting. It's It actually, when you smell it, it's yeah. like... The most offensive smell. <laughs> well, Chloe actually made a lolly log and it's in New Zealand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, lolly cake. Yeah, lolly cake. Yeah. yeah. I, I had the tiniest piece of it. And honestly, you know when you ha- people have something sour and their back salivary gland? This yeah. didn't – mine did that in response to the sugar. It was like my body was just like, all right, I'm just preparing myself to break all this shit down. <laughs> It was this. It was so like intense. it was like pure sugar yeah, in is. a cake. It's so intense. Yeah. Damien broke my blender making a lolly cake. <laughs> he was like seriously. He bought me a blender oh as a present God. when we first hooked up, which yeah. was just like a don't buy a person a kitchen appliance <laughs> lesson. But then he used it to make lolly cake and oh broke it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, Chloe put it in. Put it in. She's like, you have to try this. It's like New Zealand thing. I'd never heard of it. Like cool colors. Like it's yeah, got yeah. like clinkers or something. Yeah. I don't know. In the middle, and I had like the tie. I reckon it wouldn't have even been a cubic um, centimetre. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on to our next one, which is how much is too much of alcohol? Booze, baby. Mm. Mm. Another interesting topic. (laughs) Yep. And, again, it's kind of similar in obviously that you have to be a lot stricter with alcohol than coffee because there's obviously a whole host of other effects. But, again, the difference between you and I is – liver and yeah. metabolizing it Definitely. genetically i was just blessed to drink a little bit more <laughs> Definitely. thanks dad <laughs> i should be well yeah. i'm like the only one in yeah. my family it yeah. sucks 
Yeah. <laughs> but look, I think, it, yeah, you're right. It's very similar to yeah. what we're talking about with coffee. It's yeah. like, okay, how well are you metabolizing it? Yeah. How do you how do you feel the next day? So yeah. if you have a glass of wine or um, your drink of choice, whatever that might be, how do you wake up the next morning? Do you feel fine mm-hmm. or do you wake up feeling like you've got a headache and yep. dry in the mouth and yep. horrible and fuzzy-headed? Like, you know, your body's giving you those signals. Yeah. Now, in saying that, those sort of symptoms can very much come back to gut health issues. So sometimes, you know, the mm. alcohol would be feeding into like a really upset gut, ro- gut microbiome as such. But um, that aside, I think generally, you know, you tend to know, don't you think, that whether you can deal with having a couple of drinks Drinks or not. not. Unfortunately, I think the healthier people get, you're probably an exception to the rule. (laughs) (laughs) I find with most clients, they tend to find they can't tolerate alcohol as well as they used to. Yeah. 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 But I do say to my clients that are healthy, like their gut's where it needs to be, everything's Mm -hmm. working well, and they're the ones that say, well, if I enjoy having a glass of wine on Friday nights yep. or a beer on Saturdays. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, go, go for, for it. Go for it. Go for it. Don't go and drink a carton of beer <laughs> or three bottles of wine. Yeah. But if you, like for me personally, I love my Saturday afternoon yep. is me sitting down with my partner and we have yep. a couple of beers and yep. I love that. Yeah, like for that's, sure. That's yeah, our thing. Exactly. So, and Friday night is my glass of wine, but I don't, I try not to generally yeah. as a general. And I say this to my clients, don't just don't drink during the week. Like yeah. alcohol is toxic to the body yeah. in large amounts mm. and your liver needs a break. Yeah. So for people that are kind of having a glass of wine or two every night, mm. I know it's only one or two drinks. And yeah, but it does add up. It does add it? up. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you've got a sugar load or a yeast you know, mm-hmm. feed, there's just, yeah, yeah. The, what it does to your liver. Your liver's still got to break it down yeah. and deal with it. I think, yeah, I'm the same. I usually try and get people to not drink ideally through the week. Yeah. And if they are going to have anything, as you say, it's a small amount. Yeah. I mean, you know, whether it's a little bit of red wine with a dinner. Yeah. But, it is great to have those break days in there. I say then, aim to four to five. Like some yeah, people say definitely. three, I'm like four no, to five. I'm with you. I'm usually trying to encourage the Monday right yeah. through to the weekend factor. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, whatever it is you enjoy. I mean, there's, again, there's so many studies about the benefits, isn't there, yeah. of wine, particularly red wine. Yeah. And, and it's it's not a bad thing if no. your body can tolerate it and you can enjoy it and so forth and that whole beautiful social aspect. Social I, mean, I as- love that aspect of sitting yeah. down and having a glass of wine yeah. with people that you love yeah yeah or yeah, wine with um, girlfriends over a lunch yeah I know like whenever I go back to my mum and dad's place it's, yeah. it's a mine and my dad's thing like I yeah. walk up to his shed and we sit down and we have a beer and we talk about everything yeah and that's just I if I just would never give that up for no. the world no no matter what my liver tells me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but it is it's like it's just putting into context and moderation yeah and and I would usually say as far as like giving an average amount to, I'm not sure, I think you probably the same with clients, about a um, probably one to two glasses is like an mm. average amount. Like, of course, some people at times are going to push the envelope. That's just what happens with life sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. But essentially having one to two glasses mm. of whatever that may be or whether it's like a couple of beers or you know, whether it's just a like nice couple of vodka and soda, soda or whatever it might whatever be. It yeah, I think just have it and enjoy it and don't beat yourself up. No. But as always, listen to your body. And yep. if it's not responding well, then maybe that's something that you need to look at. Yep. Mm. Mm. What are you? 
Yeah, anything, anything extra? No, no? you're like, it. yep. That's good. <laughs> All right. Next, we have how much is too much of vegetables. Yeah, an interesting one. It is an interesting one because you honestly think we're going to say you can't have too many vegetables. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get a lot of clients that come in, probably more, I would say, younger clients mm. um, who are coming in on diets that they've already self-imposed i would say a lot of the time it may be more of like a plant-based diet would you say with yeah. what you see not all the time but maybe more of like a plant-based heading towards a vegan type of mm -hmm. lifestyle but essentially um having a lot of vegetables and by that it's like the main thing that they're eating is just veggies all the time and it's also the portions that they're having huge so portions they're like it doesn't matter it's veggies i can eat as much as i want and the portions are to us just astronomical it's way too much yeah and yes it's a vegetable but there's only so much that your gut can deal with breaking down in one go yeah before it starts to become a burden on your gut. And digestive processes. Yeah. And usually these people are coming in because of that, ironically. Yeah. So they're coming in to see us because they've got a lot of gas and bloating and their bowel habits all over the place. Um, and it's because they're just overloading the system yeah, with way too much. I think tie nicely in with veggies as well because I yeah. do see in – with a lot of that, that there's usually a lot of legume consumption as well, which again, legumes are a hard one for the gut, even mm. in a great functioning gut, but you yep. put it into a like a semi-compromised, pushing compromised yeah. gut and just overload it with vegetables, legumes, and then even nuts. Yeah. 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 And it's just too much. Yeah, definitely. And I think usually you'll find if you tailor it back which i think always is kind of odd coming from a nutritionist yeah. but you have have someone come in and you're like okay you're actually eating too much yeah. in regards to the veggies we need to take that down from having say oh, far out like maybe sort of like five to six cups per mm, meal meal <laughs> of vegetables of all of like this sort of like more low starch mm. veggies and so forth often very raw i would yeah, say I gonna, too i was gonna throw the yeah, raw often, thing yeah. in before so you know, tailor that back down um, and then add in with it a little bit more protein and a little bit more of a fibrous, carbohydrate starches yep. and balance that back down again and suddenly you've got someone feeling better, all of the symptoms settle down. They're yeah. still having their vegetables. Yep. They're still having... And adequate amounts. Yeah, definitely. Adequate. Definitely. But you, without question, you can have too much veggies. You really can. But I think that's... You can have too much of anything, yeah. In, but veggies, for some reason, I guess because of course they're healthy for us, yeah, are just being considered as something I can just eat as much. It's like celery, you know, I can eat as much as I want because it's a negative calorie. You know that whole concept. <laughs> I don't know. The negative calories. Negative calorie. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna you know, like burn more eating it than uh, there's like actual calories oh, in it. Far out. I know. Oh my so. god. <laughs> I'm kind of glad I've never heard of that, to be honest. Oh, my goodness. It's an old 80s thing. Yeah, so like eating cheese. Like I got someone told me the other day about the eating cheese thing. I didn't know this, but apparently mm -hmm. it was an 80s diet fad to just snack on slices of cheese to lose weight. Oh. I didn't realise that. And someone said, no, it's like the eating cheese thing in the 80s. I'm like, what was the eating cheese <laughs> thing? And they told me, I'm like, I never heard of that. No. The cabbage soup diet. Oh, cabbage soup. Remember the cabbage soup yeah, diet? definitely. Oh, my God. I remember giving that a crack when we were in our teen years and mum was just livid. Me and my sister like, we're getting on the cabbage soup diet. And mum's like, that's a diet they give to overweight people to lose weight around their organs before surgery. You kids are not doing it. Like, yes, we are. It lasted two days. <laughs> oh, dear. So next on the list we have chocolate. 
It's a bit of a jump, veggies to chocolate. Veggies to chocolate. Well, you can have too many veggies, guys, but you can't have too much chocolate. <laughs> That's right. us signing off for the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Look, it kind of ties into, as, as always, uh, some of the other concepts that we've already talked about. But realistically, I think having a fear around eating any chocolate is going to be just way too much of a concern mm-hmm. but essentially if you're having some good quality chocolate and by that generally we're going to be talking about more of a high cocoa content yeah mm-hmm. so something that's more of ideally a dark chocolate mm-hmm. um it doesn't have a lot of sugar in it so yes it's probably going to be a little bit of sugar whether that's agave syrup or coconut sugar or just normal sugar like generally you're going to find something like that in there fine just go for the higher darker quality yep and if you enjoy it, then, you know, have enjoy one to it. two squares, whether it's potentially daily, if that works for you. Again, it depends on your goals and it de- in regards to what you're trying to achieve um, with your health and also with gut health and so forth. But if we're talking about someone who's already just generally feeling pretty good and you want to have a little bit of chocolate here or there in your diet, then enjoy it. Go for it. it. Not the end of the world. Enjoy it. Definitely. I know for myself, like, I would generally most days have chocolate. Oh, Um, do you? Yeah, definitely. I love dark chocolate. So the darker, the better. I've actually, I think I've told you, I'm, like, addicted now to the 100%, which is a bit crazy. I don't expect everyone to do the same thing. (laughs) I'm, like, twitching. (laughs) But I like a square of 100%. Or just a chunk broken off with yeah. like a cup of tea after dinner. So yeah. it's kind of like the sweetness of the tea mm-hmm. to have with that really bit of chocolate. But other than that, like it might be 90% or like um, <coughs> the medjool date with the nut butter and I the like cacao the nibs or just the chocolate butter. stuffed in there. Yeah. Ooh. See, I'm not a big chocolate person. No, you're not, are Yeah, you? see, yeah. like I honestly, apart from the little sample they gave me at Noosa when I got my yeah. coffee last time, I... Probably couldn't say the last of my... Wow. Yeah. Like yeah, maybe no, it's... Every from, day yeah. almost. No, I'm I love total it. opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so... talking too much. Look, I just don't think that realistically it's a problem unless there's some underlying health issues that are going on and that would be probably more so if there's a lot of sugar um, within the chocolate choices that yeah. people are having and that yeah. we're needing to assess that. Mm-hmm. Um, or whether sometimes I think if you're using it as something to get you through. So if you're kind of having your lunch and then instead of having something in the afternoon when you're starting to get peckish and hungry, you're You're just relying on that sugar. That's the same with coffee though. Like I've like just digressing back to coffee, but I forgot to say that like don't, Coffee's fine, but don't use it as a substitute for food, like for breakfast or your afternoon. Definitely. Yeah. And the same with sugar. It's not a, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So I think that's where chocolate, you know, can fall onto the other side of being maybe an issue if you're using it as something just to get you through because you really need something that's going to have a bit more protein, a bit more substance there to hold you. Otherwise, it's going to just pull you up up and and then just crush you back down. Yes. and, you know, like using raw cacao and those sorts of things too, mm. obviously. But, yeah, chocolate tick for tick. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we're going to move on to just in general how much is too much of food. Yes. Yeah, food. In regards and, to, well. That's kind of, we kind of covered it in the veggies, I yeah. suppose. But it's just, it comes back to the healthy concept of, well, it's healthy 
we could, we'll split into two things like portion yep. control for a start. But I think there's a really common misconception and I'm definitely was guilty of this in my early twenties when mm. I worked out my diet, worked out my food intolerances, worked out. And then I'm like, okay, so I'm eating healthy and mm. I would just, I've got a great appetite. I always have. And I would just eat too much of a good mm. thing. And there mm. is such thing as too much of a good thing. Yeah, definitely. And that's, comes down to food portion yeah. control like I would like what you're saying with the vegetables but I would have a balanced meal but it would just be a massive yeah. balanced meal yeah. and like I put it I think one day I worked it out and I was like I was probably eating maybe two to three times the amount that I actually needed yeah. I would because yeah. I would just I'd eat six times a day yeah and they would be six meals yeah obviously way before nutrition degree you yeah. know times and things like that <laughs> but I was just like okay well it's all good and then yeah it's just like why am I you know like five kilos heavier than I should be and yeah even though I'm exercising it's just I'm just actually eating too much yeah definitely definitely yeah. which kind of ties back into what saying about the veggies and yeah. so forth but I think again like from a eating healthy perspective it can be very much a notion of like oh I can just eat Go as much town. as I want yeah. and just constantly being this state of like really intensive fullness and yeah. just like, oh my god I'm gonna yeah. burst yeah. you know like you need to listen to your body and eating to that point yeah. where you're comfortable and not you're not overeating yeah um I, I'm the same I've been there in the past mm. like still eating healthy but just and um yeah, just not listening to my body properly mm. and just eating wondering way why you're tired. And it's just like because your like, body oh. needs three days to digest what you <laughs> just <laughs> ate. <laughs> you need to like lay down yeah. after dinner. It's like I'm so full. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. you know, I think it does. Again, it, it, obviously, if you're eating more healthy food, like that's great. But if you're overeating that food that's constantly, cool. like every now and again, and you, fine. Yeah. But like. Yeah, constantly overeating and having too much, it's just your, your body's not going to be able to consistently deal with that. No, and it's not made to consistently deal no. with that. No. So things, yeah, your energy will start to slide. Like other things yep. will, oh, yeah. Yeah. Other things will start to just unfold and you'll be like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why is this happening? And, of course, we're not advocating then just like eating hardly anything. We want you to be eating and it's sustaining you for at least a good three hours or so depending um you know depending if it's a snack or something to get Mm. you through but like from a meal perspective you don't want to be having a meal and then being hungry within like three quarters of an hour even an hour being like oh my god i'm starving like obviously that's not enough so again it's about finding the right point yeah um but let's put into perspective like if i have a good balanced breakfast and say Mm. i have that around seven between Mm. seven and eight depending i'll usually have a snack before that because i'll go to the gym or something like that and then i'll say whatever time i have my breakfast i can get a good four hours minimum out of my breakfast and my energy is consistent and then probably around the four hour mark Mm. four and a half i start to go okay yeah it's lunchtime yeah baby (laughs) exactly (laughs) all right let's move on to how much is too much of a nut oh yeah true this is definitely one that we come across um so I definitely find that nuts can be a problem in the overeating Mm. area because I think especially when people are making a healthy change they're such an easy snack Mm. but put into perspective of how much we actually should be eating Mm. I find it's a really one easy one that people overstep the mark yeah like it's we're not designed to break down 10 handfuls of nuts a day or a jar of nut butter carissa (laughs) 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 just thought i'd dog myself in there it's and it's an easy one to overdo like it's protein it's fat it's a great snack yeah um and i think too because of the, the space we work in we do work with 
dietary changes and modifications mm. to work with gut health, a lot of the time people end up relying on nuts a little bit more yeah. or they're just more, we give them lots of options, but I think they become, they sort of see that and go, that's easy. easy. It's delicious and it's easy. easy. Yeah. And then it's very um, quick if you're overeating them to start to experience discomfort and constipation. Like, yeah. Just, and just, just and actually feeling like a little bit sick, I think, too, a bit of nausea because yeah. of the, too much fat <laughs> all at once. And, your body's just like, yeah, I'm actually not designed to break down glue. <laughs> usually your body tells you pretty quickly. I think a lot of people freak out about nuts, though, in regards to the fat concept yeah. as well. Like people, I know you probably get the same mm. with clients being like, if you're talking about having some nuts as a snack and then there might be some nuts or seeds in other places mm-hmm. or butters or whatever that may be that – they're like, oh, my God, that's too many nuts. Like, I'm going to put on weight. And I think, you know, there's definitely a balance there between having, you know, lots of good, beautiful fats in your diet and not being afraid that that's going to cause weight gain. Yeah. But also being in a space where you're having them as part of, I know we always say, but a balanced intake. So, you know, like having, having them... As a, I, I usually say, you know, if they're in there as like a snack once a day, like as a pretty sort of yeah. nut dominant snack, and then they're sort of spattered throughout the day, maybe tossed through salads yeah. or nut butters in dressings or spread yeah. on something that you're having for breakfast, like yeah. not an issue. But if you're going from having, say, like your breakfast, which is maybe like more of a paleo style type of muesli blend, right? That's yeah, all like nuts, nuts and, and seeds. seeds and so forth. And yeah. then you're like having nut butters as morning smoothie tea or a nut smoothie butter and then like a handful of nuts in the afternoon like you it's that's going to be too much yep. and you're getting your body's generally going to tell you you're yep. not you're going to be like oh god you will know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and I, I find that it's not that common that I see from a purely a weight point of view that people no. are like gaining weight from eating no, too much. I think it's no. a bit of an old misconception. Yeah. Like obviously fat is calorie dense, but weight's yep. not the issue I see with overeating mm. nuts. It's definitely digestive. Yeah, definitely. 10 out of 10 digestive. <laughs> so next on the agenda, we've got two left um, is supplements. Supplements. This one is, I'm pretty passionate one. about this one. We both are actually. Yeah, we but... are. <laughs> Just how much is too much? We don't. You can have too many supplements. Definitely self-prescribing, other people prescribing, seeing multiple practitioners. Ideally, I think Jess and I pretty much have a five supplement rule mm. between us. Mm. Like sometimes in circumstances, depending on what's going on for people, we will have to go over that. Yeah. But generally speaking, if you're taking more than a handful of supplements, it's too much, I think. Yeah. Like how much of it is necessary? Why have you been prescribed it? Like even us ourselves, like obviously we we don't even take a lot of supplements between us. Mm-hmm. Like it's – no. We have a bit of a thing. Some people come in and they're on twenty different supplements. Like yeah. Twenty different supplements and liquid herbs, and they've been prescribed this by their pharmacist. And I don't think I think we've said this before. I don't think any of it is ever being prescribed with malicious intent. It's just oh, you've got this, take this, or you know, but definitely. It, it's just too much. Yeah, like your body has to break, break this it all down. down. Your liver has to deal with it. Your gut has to deal with yeah. it. And at the end of the day, how much of it is actually necessary? You, 
your body as a functioning mm. entity is pretty damn good at doing what it does. Yeah. Needs supplements in times of assistance. It sometimes needs supplements in times of maintenance. Doesn't mm. need supplements 365 days of mm. the year in mm. massive amounts just to keep you functioning. Absolutely freaking not. <laughs> well said. <laughs> no, so true. Like essentially, yeah, that breakdown of those supplements mm. it has to go through your gut it's got to then be processed through your liver and there's only so much your body can deal with yeah. in one go and like trying to work on all of these different things with like all, all these, of these these supplements, amazing it's supplements. Just way way too much going on all at once and again often we'll see that people are actually feeling worse from the amount of stuff that they're on and when you tailor it back to they start to feel specific, better and it can just be from taking too, too much minutes. supplement yeah. wise it's just um, your liver's just struggling and it's yeah. making you feel tired and making you feel run down yeah. and you pull all these supplements and like hey what happens if we just don't take these for two weeks and people come back and they're like I actually feel so much better yeah and the stress that it takes out of their life like yeah. I have people that are just you know, sometimes when they first come in, they're actually stressed out. Like their yeah. supplements have worn them. The taking yeah. of the supplement routine yeah. has worn them down. I'm yeah. like, let's just shelf it all for now. Yeah. Yeah. Give your body a break. Give your head a break. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And the financial stress. And the financial as well. stress. Yeah. Because yeah. they ain't cheap. No, Chris and I have a little bit of a running, um, what would you call it, slight competition in some ways. <laughs> it's not a good one, guys. Just, we're not proud of it. <laughs> Where we've noticed over the years um, when clients come in and they're on like heaps of supplements, usually, again, for being prescribed from all over the place. And I was winning for a while. I think I was at like 15, 16. I think I capped it at and 21 then, yeah, a few months ago. Yeah, you went into the early 20s. Yeah, 21. I had a, yeah. a, a, I think a lady come in or a young yeah. girl and she was – yeah, she yep. she actually had hers. I actually had to get a whole page and write it all down, and I was yeah. just like, "This is." And it was it's not her fault, like no, at all, because she hundred no. percent thought she was doing the right thing, yeah, based on advice. Yeah, so that's not what we're having a dig at. It's just we just want to make it really mm. clear that if you are taking a bucket load of supplements, have a bit of a reassess and go yep. and talk to someone you exactly. trust about what you actually need to yep. be on. And even if, yeah, you can talk to someone and then you can go, all right, this is what I need to focus on now. So mm. I'll just take this and then the rest of these, I'll just push them aside. Yeah. And then once I'm done with this, maybe we'll look at yeah, moving we'll to look that at, yeah. with some time. Like, Absolutely. You know, a lot of these things have got long expiries on them anyway. Yeah, they're not going to go off. They're not going to be wasted. It's yeah. just... It's just, it's too, yeah, definitely there is a big, there's too much when it comes yeah. to supplements. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Last on our list is exercise. Yes. Another one I guess we're kind of passionate about. Again, very varied. Very varied. Depending on where people are at because we have people coming in to see us who are training to do all sorts of different things, whether <laughs> it might be marathons body or they're doing yeah like body sculpting so you know or athletes, athletes. of sorts so yeah there's going to be that end of the spectrum right through yep. just to someone who's just trying to do a little bit of extra fitness just yep. to stay healthy and well mm-hmm. and look it very much is about listening to your body what suits your body but i think it's probably one of the hardest areas for people to really listen to their yeah. body because exercise can be it's a little it's interesting I've talked to some other people about Mm. this where it's it's so good for you in so many aspects but there can be like this where does it start to blur the lines where it starts to become quite compulsive and addictive Mm. and it's like oh my god if I don't exercise like I'm going just to not feel well and I'm going to be beating myself up yeah 
um, you know, there, there's like this line where it starts Absolutely. to blur over where I think it's definitely a caution area. And I'd also say the other thing with too much exercise is when you're exercising and then after the exercise, like you might feel good while you're doing it, but then within like half an hour or an hour or so later, you start to just go downhill. You're like, yep. oh my God, you feel so tired and yep. wasted and wiped out. And I've like, I've been there, I've done that in the past mm. when I was like, I had, <laughs> I don't know if I've told you this, oh, I, had, like, <laughs> I, I had this like, this thing where I was like, I'm going to show that you can do body sculpting in a healthy way. <laughs> Good you on know? you, Jess. I know. I'm like, without requiring any supplements um, and without like mm. needing to be too strict on your diet. Mm. Um, without, you know, I basically was just like, I want to see if you can do this in a healthy way. I'm going to do it and it's going to be amazing and I'm going to show them. <laughs> So I was I going, love it. Ten uh, points for effort. So hey. I was already doing like lots of weight training at that mm. point. Anyway, it probably only took about two to three months where I was just like, this isn't working. Like just fatigued. I was so one, I was so fatigued. I was mm, like I trying imagine. to maintain, you know, a really healthy diet still, but I was like really just hitting the wall with fatigue about yeah. an hour later. Um, my dreams and my are hormones man <laughs> like I just like that's the thing with women and doing that sort of intensive yeah. exercise like I just I was psycho and I had hormones tested at the time and my estrogen had dropped right down yeah. my cycle was starting to play up really and yeah. was it, did your period go quite light I can't remember. Can't it was remember. quite a while ago, yeah. but probably. Yeah. 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 Like it really stuffed me around and like yeah. my body was screaming at me and telling me and um, I remember like, nah. when I got the hormone tested actually, the doctor at the time, she was quite frank with me and she was just like, you know, well, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying to do this. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, well, what's more important Yeah, here, such know? a good point. What's more but, important? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, I was like, what am I doing? This mm. is crazy, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or, or running, you know, you go for like a run and like I used to love going for these really long runs mm. but for me like I just don't think I'm built to do that anymore I, I know I'm not built to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah do you know what I'm guess what I, I'm yeah. saying is there's like there's a like I, I love as you do we love mm. to exercise mm -hmm. but you need to do what feels right for you yep. and you need to feel invigorated and energized and energized throughout today and if you need a break, have a break. Yeah. I'm super passionate because some people will be like, no, I've got to exercise six days a week. I'm like, if you need a week off, have a week off. Like yeah. if you need a couple of days off, have a couple of days really off. It's important to take a week off for every, oh. if you do exercise a lot, I think I do every that three once. months, like take yeah. a week off. I think probably every eight to nine weeks, I yeah. probably, like I'll still go for walks, but I just drop it right down. And I yeah. can tell because I think even like last week, I was, yeah. I've been smashing the exercise, doing really well. And I could just tell by the end of last week, yeah. I just my body was like, okay, yeah. just, I could just feel a little bit, like a little bit tired. And I'm like, right, this week yeah. I've just dumbed it down. Yeah. Just definitely. chill, walks, things like that. Yeah. Another thing that's really interesting is finding a type of exercise that you enjoy, mm. not doing what everyone else so is true. doing. So when I was doing my degree years ago, mm -hmm. um, I, we did like a little research study and it was on the effects of like measuring like cortisol and insulin in response to types of exercise. Yeah. And so it, obviously these things are going to raise, but people who, what in a nutshell, what, it, what I found and what I found super interesting was 
the people that were assigned exercises that they didn't like, so mm. say you're a yoga person, you got assigned running, yep. their cortisol was actually damaging in dam- yeah, and wow. took at, like longer to come back down and so did their blood sugar response to the exercise. Like there was yeah. a few things there that it's just like and people who were like, yes, I got yoga or yes, I got running, their response to exercise from those, mm. you know, outputs were amazing. They peaked how they should. Yep. They stayed within self-safe reference ranges that everything dropped back to where mm. it should do after the exercise. So just even on a biochemical level, finding something you enjoy, not something that you feel like you have to do, mm. completely important. Yeah, that's a really good point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like some people. I don't know. I don't enjoy running, and I feel like I do. I don't enjoy hit yeah, training. I'm like, definitely. so don't do that. Yeah. Go for a walk. Put yeah. some tunes in. Go and do yoga. Yeah. For me personally, yoga's not my thing, but yeah. I feel like it should be. But I'm like, like so I'm determined to get you doing yoga. I think I'll once a week. I know I'll get there one day. <laughs> of all people, like I'm probably should be doing yoga just calm down psycho but i do think yeah a break yeah an actual solid break is important but i think on a weekly basis you have to incorporate rest days one day at least god and that can be we see people that are very addicted to their exercise and they're not doing that and yeah it's so fundamentally important to allow your body that time to recuperate and recover and for muscle repair and just everything. You need to incorporate that space in there. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. A healthy approach to exercise. Yeah. So I think, yeah, when it comes to exercise, essentially, as we're saying, you need to feel amazing as a result of it. It should carry you through the day. You shouldn't feel like you've been hit by a truck as a result. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it should really be something that makes you, you feel, feel good, good and, and you enjoy feel it. guilty about it if, if you, you don't, don't do, do it. it. Yes. Done. Love it. <laughs> Is there anything that we missed? I don't think so. No. I think we went through everything that we wanted to. Done. hope that's been helpful. I hope that's been very helpful. Mm. So basically what we could have just summed up is it's all about balance. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but even a, balance needs balance. Even balance needs balance. Because obsessed about balance. How much is too much of balance? Oh, There's something. God, I don't you think there is mean? too much. I use it for everything. I'm like, eh, it's all about balance. <laughs> no exercise this morning? Great. <laughs> Need a day off. So okay. as per usual, if you guys have got any questions or comments or anything you'd like us to talk about in our mm-hmm. Coming podcasts, uh, just let us know. Yeah, you can leave a comment here, or you can just chat to us on our social media sites. Yep, um, all of the links will be in the show notes. Um, and other than that, if you're listening to the Chocolate Factory, we'll Please just say just again. <laughs> Sponsor us. We love you. We send so many people to you. <laughs> no, in all seriousness. Um, yeah, it's, it's been great. It's been great chatting. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely with some new and exciting topics. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye now. <laughs>